Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Tacos and To Kill Ya. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And boy, do we have a doozy for you. Doozy. Did you read into this one? I did. And I don't know. I didn't look up another word to like describe. Sometimes I come prepared with other words. But (laughs) I think doozy is good because there's some confusing parts in this, in my opinion. There's definitely some confusing or like alarming pieces to this one for sure. Yes. So I think doozy. I think just doozy always fits. I mean, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Yeah. It always fits the bill, I think. This is a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> it's a hill that I am currently dying on. <laughs> uh, well, before we dive into the case, is there any true crime news or anything interesting you wanted to talk about first? I'm still knee deep in the Moscow, Idaho uh, killings. There's been, <laughs> I know I texted you, they're like looking for this white car that might have been associated with something. There's also, like, some suspicious people that they're looking into again, but that's really the only new news. Um, According to Court TV, the the police department, like, said that they're going to have another update, but they don't actually think that it's an update. They think that they're just going to say the same information that they've been saying over and over and over again in a press conference, because, like, their press conferences are literally the same information they've already provided every time. So I think that was, that's expected to happen today or tomorrow. Today being the 12th Interesting. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I know every day I'm getting updates, so I don't know what the last update we gave everyone else was. I know, and that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, most of it, though, is just, like, theories. I don't feel like any of it's yeah. very legitimate yet. But it's just interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to see how, how it plays out. And then you had mentioned... One of the parents, I think, got a private investigator, right? Yeah, so that's how a lot of, like, this stuff had come out. um, Because they were looking into, like, there's two people that have been cleared. And one of them, like, ran off to, like, Mexico. And they were like, you cleared this person, but we have reason to believe they shouldn't have been cleared. And now they left the country. And the police department, I mean, the police department doesn't have the... (laughs) so sketchy. Yeah, but, like, if the police department hasn't had a murder since, you know, 2015, 2016, they don't, unfortunately, probably have the people to, you know, solve this type of situation, which is terrible and terrifying. Like, yeah, they don't have cases like, like this, the though. skills and resources to, like, try to investigate a case this large. That makes sense. Yeah, and I honestly, I was talking... Um, to my boyfriend about this recently and I was like honestly if you think about it I bet you there's people that they have on their department that have not even been with the department since that last homicide like occurred or murder occurred like there's probably a bunch of people that are on like this homicide squad that have never even that have never yeah yeah which is crazy crazy to think about I'm willing to bet money because 2015 that's almost 10 years ago seven years ago holy shit it is (laughs) like that's a long time ago oh man (laughs) isn't it wild how time flies man (laughs) time flies when you hate your life is what i like to tell people (laughs) 
or like as you as you get older i'm like wow time just like is really flying by uh i'll here's an example uh the episode will come out my child will be a month old already and i'm like what the fuck i literally just had you (laughs) that's crazy and I was talking about it with my dad, and my dad's like, yep, just wait. And then in the blink of an eye, they'll be 18. And I was like, cool, and I already feel old. Like, what's going to happen then? I already spend most of my free time sitting on my counter in the bathroom pulling out gray hairs. So I don't really know if it can get any worse than it currently is. <laughs> like, Oh, my God. <laughs> can't get any older. That's funny. I also sometimes (laughs) same. I think once you hit a certain age, you just forget anyways. So because there's nothing that's exciting about it. It's like, oh, 21st birthday. After that, what else am I looking forward to? A (laughs) rental car. (laughs) Uh, and in some states, in other states, you can rent at 21. Apparently, really? Yeah, I just learned that this weekend. (laughs) Well, that's even weirder that you just learned it. I always thought it was like 26 was a standard. That's what I thought. Nope. Apparently it depends on the state. That is very intriguing. <laughs> well, uh, I also looked. I don't have any Lake Mead updates. I <laughs> fell down a rabbit hole about a potential serial killer in Mexico, but at the U.S. Yes. border. <laughs> Yes! That they're likening to Ted Bundy. I did see something about this. You didn't send me anything about this, did you? No, but I was reading an art- a couple articles earlier, and the most recent article from, like, a couple days ago says they do have a suspect, like, a name that they don't want to release, and that the Mexican authorities gave his information to the FBI, who's also working on the case. Because it's, like, right at the border, apparently. Sure. And so they don't know if any um, board, any murders on our side of the U.S. have potentially been attributed to this man. So I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Yes, that's super interesting. <laughs> I did see something about that. And I, there, it was one of those things like there's an article or a couple articles out about it, but there's not a lot of information. So I was like, come on, I need more. Correct. I just kept seeing that they, like, are comparing him to Ted Bundy, and then it would be, like, going on a rant about who Ted Bundy was, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is not the information I need right now. <laughs> no. We already know enough about Ted Bundy. Correct. <laughs> so, stay tuned if we have any more information on that, and I will definitely share, because I was going to follow, follow down this rabbit hole very deeply, I think. Oh, a thousand percent. Me too. (laughs) Just waiting Um, to jump in the hole. Yes. (laughs) Well, I think that's all I have before we dive in. Anything else on your end, Sid? No, I don't think so. Cool. I will let you take it away. Perfect. 93% of Americans celebrate Christmas. But I'd say 100% of Americans celebrate when it comes to their office Christmas parties. Just like many others will be doing this holiday season. On December 22, 1981, 19-year-old Rhonda Hinson had attended her first Christmas party with her new job at the Hickory Steel Company. 
The office party was at the American Legion in Hickory, North Carolina, not far at all from her home in Valdez, North Carolina. The two towns are about 16 miles from each other. And if you're not familiar with the geography of North Carolina, which I was not, um, they're towards the west side of the state and about an hour like north from Charlotte, North Carolina. Around midnight after the party, Rhonda had left with her two friends, dropping both of her friends off and then heading home where she had lived with her parents, Bobby and Judy Hinson. Unfortunately, Rhonda would never return to her parents' home alive. At about 1 a.m., not long after Rhonda had left the Christmas party, her mother, Judy, either had a dream or woke up with this bad feeling that her daughter had been hurt or injured. She right away woke her husband up, and they listened to the police scanner, which, if I had a bad feeling, I don't think that that would be the first thing that I would go and listen to, but this is also, like, the 80s, so I guess things might be different there. Correct, but I also think it's crazy that her mom just, like, had this feeling, this premonition, like, woke her up. Super crazy. Super crazy. It's freaky to me (laughs) because I'm, like, laughing because it's so uncomfortable because, like, she probably woke up, like, right when something was happening. Literally. Probably, like, at the exact second moment like Correct. she'd only been and gone for a half, hour, to like a half hour super crazy but they say you know moms have that motherly instinct I don't maybe you'll be able to do this now mom pow- yeah i don't have that mom power yet but like maybe one day i don't know <laughs> you have to start working on them i feel like they'll come eventually I've never heard of a mom not having them. Someone asked, like, this weekend, like, oh, yeah, you, you, something about your mom powers. And I was like, I don't think I have those yet. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't know. They're like, just wait. (laughs) Okay. I don't. They're coming. They're on the way. (laughs) Sounds scary, but okay. (laughs) So they listened to the police scanner and they had heard that there was a homicide that had occurred less than a mile away from her parents' home. Rhonda and her vehicle were found. Her vehicle was found in the ditch with the driver's side door open and Rhonda was found nearby with her arms at her side and a bullet wound to her chest that had killed her. So it looks like a car accident, but then there's a bullet wound. Extremely suspect from the get-go. The bullet had entered through the trunk and had entered Rhonda's back, hitting both her heart and lung. Police were initially under the impression that this was just a random murder, not specifically targeted at Rhonda. But as their investigation continued, it started to show otherwise. Shortly after her high school graduation, Rhonda had started acting different. She started asking her dad to come with her when she would drive into town and had even once told him that she had something bad to tell him. But then when he started to ask questions, she changed her mind on filling him in and just kind of ended the conversation. She had also recently asked her mom if it was ever okay to be in a relationship with a married man, but she didn't get any further information, but her mom didn't get any further information as to why this question was being asked and was unsure if she was asking for herself or if she was asking for a friend. She would also frequently shower in the middle of the night and then told her mother that she just felt dirty. 
police had linked this that there may be some sort of connection to a sexual assault or sexual abuse. And shortly before Rhonda was shot, there had been a suspicious vehicle that was seen parked with two males inside in that same area. Um, these are definitely like back roads. Like this isn't a very heavily populated area. So to see a car that's sitting there, the chances that that's a suspicious vehicle, if something happened a half hour, are pretty high. Um, it's not like there's cars that are parking in this area very often. There was also another witness who passed the vehicle who'd appearingly been like speeding away from a scene and was coming from the opposite direction where Rhonda had been found. Uh, the vehicle also saw, the witness had also saw a man standing near the vehicle when it had passed and a woman was still in, or a person was still inside the car, but like slumped over. Lots of suspicious witness sightings lots of suspicious witness sightings definitely not one where it was this this is what we believed happened but we have no witnesses as to this actually happening this way yeah and i feel like the descriptions of any of the men seen are very like generalized they're not specific but it would also make sense like at night in the dark it's probably yeah, it's like, like very limited midnight. what you can see. Probably so, no streetlights. Yeah. Or very few, if anything. And so, like, as weird as it might sound, like, oh, they don't really have any good descriptions. I don't think it's that surprising. It's just kind of unfortunate because there are like a lot of <laughs> suspicious witness sightings, but nothing super detailed that could potentially point you to an assailant that's true definitely nothing nothing very detailed at all there were also fingerprints that were found on the driver's side door which were right away said to belong to the killer however those prints have never been matched to a suspect in 1989 the case had appeared on unsolved mysteries and had been filmed at the actual locations which i thought i don't know it the article that I read made it sound like they don't always film at the exact locations, but I always felt like on Unsolved Mysteries, it was like pretty, why would you not film at the location? They like, it, it seems like they like really stretched that it was at the location. and like, Yes, I saw that too. Like it was emphasized. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was interesting. I thought that they were always filmed there, but maybe they were filming in California somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> but, and... Showing up on Unsolved Unsolved Mysteries, it had brought hope for obtaining new leads, but this just led to more dead ends. There is a $20,000 award that stands for information in the case that would bring the killer to justice. And although it was nearly 40 years ago, Rondo's parents are still in search of leads. They've hired two private investigators and a psychic in hopes of discovering why this had happened to their daughter. And in 2021, uh, December of 2021, so a year, it was announced again that there was new leads that were being looked at, but there was no specifics on what those leads are. Um, They haven't released any of that information, but there is some hope that this will get resolved in the near future. So I thought it was really interesting that her parents also hired a psychic, but... 
we talked about like that premonition, that mom power that her mom had. Yeah. So I'm wondering if her mom was like really in tune with that kind of stuff or is, and that's why they went that route. But it seems like unfortunately that's been like they've been largely unsuccessful in their private investigators or any psychic routes that they went. Uh, and then I also saw just sorry. No, go ahead. no, go ahead. You because my next part is just like going back and like theorizing, but I was gonna just chime um, in on your psychic piece. Yeah, go ahead before I say my other fun fact I saw. <laughs> okay, so the psychic, I do, I think that's a good point that that's probably why the mom was interested in that with the premonition. But I feel like that's a really big thing nowadays that they look at like a psychic or like a medium or someone. And I actually follow this lady on Twitter that does this for like true crime cases and has been doing it for the Moscow, Idaho murders. Oh my God. And like says like that there is a guy involved and like, I don't know, like every couple of days she'll like post something new. I'll have to send them to you. Um, but it's just like her psychic dreams that she supposedly is having. Um, and linking things but she does a lot of like big cases like she's verified so she must be legit right you would think (laughs) i don't think that's how it works at all but i don't know i'm really stressed about it because i don't think i would ever use a psychic personally if for that capacity i like having my palms read i've had my tarot cards read like i actually really had an itch to get like my palms read recently or like my tarot cards read but I was waiting until I wasn't pregnant because I was like I'm sure shit not going while I'm pregnant and giving them anything to go off of uh because <laughs> that would have freaked me out especially That's if they said true. something horrible I would have been a wreck but <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh I don't, I don't know, for, like, a true crime case, like, if my child or a family member went missing, I don't think I could do that because I don't, I just wouldn't just, know how much to, like, base it off of, and I feel like it might give me false hope. Yeah, uh, it definitely, it gives you more questions, I think, too, or, like, yes. more things that you're going to wonder about at night. But to each their own, I do think, to your point, it's pretty common that that happens, and I also think it's pretty common that psychics get involved in true crime cases and like seek out the family or investigators oh yeah which i don't know how i feel about that but because i think like this lady on twitter like no one's like reaching out to her i think that she's just like theorizing (laughs) on this and posting on twitter (laughs) yeah because i've seen other stuff too where i'm like why are you like cases that like older cases like that have already you know transpired but like she'll give like reasoning as to why this person did what they did and i'll be like it already went to trial like i i guess i get it but like i just feel like it's a bunch of theories like it's like if i set up a twitter account and was like i think the neighbor did it like just because i just literally (laughs) just too convinced in my head that's what happened well yeah (laughs) that lots of opinions on that (laughs) It's just a Sydney opinion page. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, and then my other fun fact I had, just because you brought up the December 2021 and, you know, the new evidence or supposedly progress being made. That was also the 40th anniversary of her murder. Mm-hmm. And I saw the family hung a banner off the road where her body was found that read, Who Killed Rhonda Hinson in big capital red letters 
and I always like to include that because I'm guessing you probably never saw this movie, but uh, there was a movie called The Three. Oh, I did. Uh, the Bill Boys outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. And like that movie fucked me up. <laughs> um, so there's, did I, have we ever, I don't think we've talked about this. If you're asking me if I've seen that movie, but there's a case like by me which it's believed that that's what got those billboards, like, what was based off of that, like, movie. We might have talked about, like, briefly the case. I was going to say, because I know it's, like, loosely based off a real story, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anytime I see something like that happen, in this case, till, still, 40 years later, her family still did that. Like, there are people still seeking, actively seeking and looking out for the truth. Yeah. And that's like not like horrifying. I don't want to use that word. It's just like it's devastating, I think, to think about like a family who for this long has constantly been seeking out answers. Like they've actively been doing stuff over 40 years to try to get some sort of progress and some sort of answers. They will not let this go. And, and that they should no answers. <laughs> no answers, nothing, and, like, hopefully with the advancement of technology, like, maybe there's something that will be found in the car on at the, from the scene that was collected. Who knows? Hopefully it's one of these cases that, you know, decades later they'll get some answers. Uh, I'm, that's what I hope, but that, like, sign really stuck out to me, and I saw a picture of it, and I was like, that, it just, like, makes me, it makes my heart hurt. I think. Yeah. It's definitely very heartbreaking to see stuff like that. And then it's like, there's all these other, and I'm not saying like that these other people shouldn't get justice either, but I just, I follow a bunch of pages on Facebook of like people that are missing or like it'll post um, like Jane Doe's or John yep. Doe's and it'll show like the pictures of the, the bodies or the items that were found on them that they've been unable to identify these bodies. And I had just, there was one that got posted on there recently that no one had reported this lady missing but they were able to figure out you know who she was and like what happened to her and it's like you solved this case and no one reported her missing even like no no one in her family even realized she was or like thought and like these cases are getting solved and then there's these people where like their families are literally like doing everything they can in their power and they're never getting solved yeah and like it's crazy. Hopefully we get some answers, but I mean I'm sure oh man, what was the show? It's not Unsolved Mysteries. There's a show on Netflix and it's Cold Cases. Is that was that what it was called? I think that I think that is what it's called. I didn't watch all of them, but I think Okay. Well I did. And it was fucking wild because it was like literally it was a show about cold cases that were solved 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years later that have been solved. Like each case was a cold case that was solved. And so each episode started with like a statistic about cold cases or certain like types of crimes like that they might qualify as like a family crime. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Um, But what was mind-blowing to me was the statistics about cold cases and unsolved murders in the beginning. Because it's something, like, less than... It was, like, a crazy high percentage of cases of unsolved 
or of murders become cold cases or become considered cold cases eventually. And it was like something like less than 20% of cold cases are ever solved. It's like 18% or less. So crazy. And that's just something I will never get over. Like I watched that Sydney and I literally was like, I told like 10 people that statistic that same day. Cause I was like, what the fuck is that? It's crazy. All, anytime with the statistics, though, they're like, you know, somebody goes missing every three minutes or whatever. It's like, how is it even possible? You don't even think about it, though. It's like, I'm yes. out of mind. Like, so hopefully this is, you know, one of those cases that become a solved case because it, it just, anytime we talk about the unsolved ones, I'm just like, I want answers and I want answers for the families and everything. Yeah. Sorry, um, I'm done with my rant. I'll let you get to the theories. No, no, I completely agree with you. No, I just, so this is one that, I mean, I feel like with most of the unsolved ones, we try to, like, go back and, like, focus in on some specific moments. So these are just kind of some things that I want to go back and, like, either theorize or talk about the scene and what might have happened. So definitely the days or months that were leading up to these strange discussions and events that she's having with her parents make it seem pretty suspect i would agree Um, definitely seems like she's hiding something yeah and that she might have some sort of like relationship with a man or like an older man that she clearly or he clearly doesn't want people to know about um that she also was feeling some sort of like guilt or something um yeah about it whether it was like her guilt or she felt, like, the uncleanliness or something about that relationship. I would agree. Yeah, there's definitely something that's off about that one. And then I think, like, so the prints, the fingerprints that were found at the scene, they were found, but they were never matched to anyone. So it's not someone that they had on their radar or, like, were aware of. So, like, obviously it seems like her parents were pretty big, um... And kind of like advocating so I'm sure that they were like okay you need to interview this friend or like this was a past boyfriend um all of those people typically would get like their fingerprints checked so none of these people were linked at all so it's definitely someone that's they weren't going to look into because they didn't know this person probably existed like it's not a friend or someone they've ever heard of um but also I guess the scene itself so like it really appears that she was killed in the vehicle and like was shot and killed that way so the fact that she's found outside of it with her arms by her side I know her arms on her side was pretty emphasized in a lot of the things that I were was reading as well um you know she's driving her car you'd think that her hands might be in a different position and that witness seeing you know a male outside of the vehicle with someone still inside seems a little strange but it doesn't seem to be, like, a random event either. Um, yeah. I do also, I think you mentioned this, but I just, like, want to emphasize, because this is in my notes, too. But, I mean, she was shot through the trunk, so she was in the car, but her mm-hmm. body was found outside of the car. Yeah, that makes no sense. Correct. So, that's definitely suspicious as well, and should be taken into account. <laughs> Yeah. And like they say, I mean, I've heard this before where like they say like, not necessarily if you get like shot, but like if you're 
dying like that you kind of get like a second wind almost for a minute there where you might like bounce up or like try to do something it's like if she did try to like open the door and like kind of fell out but I still feel like her positioning is strange then I also saw like there's a lot of beliefs that she wouldn't be able to move like that after taking a shot like there would have yeah it would have been like immediate where she would have been indisposed yeah, definitely, like, for her, where she was shot, too. I mean, if you, you were shot in the heart and the lung, those it's not like you were just shot in, like, your arm, where maybe you can still kind of, like, you're holding your arm, but you're still able to move. You'd also think, like, I feel like a common thing is to, like, clutch your wounded area. So, like, why are her hands not, like, at her chest, like, clutching? Yeah. I don't know. It's there's, very, there's a lot of strange. questions. And it just, okay, so I wanted to, I guess, talk about this too, because it do, it definitely doesn't appear random. There's reasons as to why we don't think it's random, like if she had somebody else or was seeing someone. Um, but I do want to say this because I've this happens, like, occasionally around me, and I'm sure you've probably heard of something similar to this, but, like, where kids are, like, people are just shooting at cars or, like, throwing rocks at cars or, like, doing, you know random crazy things but it's never just one vehicle that gets like hit or like shot at or like it's like they're continuing to do it at multiple cars so like within the last six months on the interstate near us someone was standing on a bridge and like shooting at cars I don't think it was like I think it was like a paintball gun or something but like they do stuff like this and it's like it's not like he hit one car he hit multiple cars so I think that there would have been another report of like someone tried to shoot at my vehicle or someone you know was acting suspicious and I heard a gunshot but like the fact that it's literally just the one car I think is makes it very obviously a targeted incident yes I would agree because you definitely hear stories I mean there's like a couple like big true crime cases too where there was like a shooter on the road kind of thing yeah So I definitely think you would have heard some of the other witnesses would have had like similar experiences or heard or saw something about that. Um, Yeah. We don't have any of those witnesses. So I would agree. I would say it was targeted like her car specifically, her, her specifically, whether it was intended for her or not. That's true too. It's very because, true. Because, like, Definitely, what if like, she was just, like, a... yeah, wrong person, wrong place, wrong time, where they thought it was someone else? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that happens, too. I mean, that's not an uncommon thing at all to take place, unfortunately. Yeah. But those are, but those are all good points. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I saw no it problem. myself. <laughs> um. <laughs> But hopefully those recent leads bring answers and justice to the family. And then since this is an unsolved case, if any one of our listeners happen to have a lead or information yourself, you can contact the Burke County Sheriff's Office at 828-438-5506 to report it. I don't know if anyone we know actually has anything, but... It's worth a shot. And also, is this too is little. how much we're on the same wavelength. We both added that to our notes because I also I had that little blurb <laughs> with their phone number. I love it. 
Well, I had never heard of this case. Obviously, um, we love uh, unsolved mysteries. So we definitely, any of those cases that are still unsolved or even have been solved because of the show. I mean, this episode aired more than 30 years ago. So it's worth like bringing back up and talking about again. And like you said, there's new information and progress made in the last year that hopefully we can start getting some resolve from it. Yeah. And even if it's information, I mean, they definitely have something. They don't just release an article and be like, Hey, we have new leads here. If like, they don't actually have something going on. Exactly. They are actively, you know, looking into the cold case. Usually I feel like every so often they, get these new investigators on and pull out those cold cases and see if they can get new eyes on a case. So even if that was something that happened, it's definitely interesting. I would agree. Well, I don't have anything else to add. Nothing else here either. Good job, Sid. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you. So many good jobs for me today. I know. I'm just very thankful and grateful for you. That's all. (laughs) It's the holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Never. getting all sentimental. Right? Don't make me cry. It's too early in the day for that. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, well, you got some jokes and facts for us? I do. So wheat. I actually I also have a joke for you. So, but yes. I'll let you go first. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you want do you want the facts first? Yeah, let's go facts first. Okay, so the original recipes for enchiladas had included chicken broth, bell pepper, eggs, and parsley. So I feel like enchiladas are now big on, like, meats and spices, and that was definitely not what they were going for before. (laughs) Also very weird that I had eggs in it. So weird. So weird. I find it weird that eggs are in a lot of dishes, though, and they're (laughs) always there. (laughs) <laughs> this is true. Eggs, like, eggs were a staple, apparently, back in the day. It's like one of the few <laughs> things they knew they were sure about. Yeah, and I definitely don't eat enough eggs, so. No, me neither. Literally <laughs> me neither. Awesome. Well, hit me with a joke. What game do reindeer play at sleepovers? What? Truth or deer? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It it definitely made me chuckle. I was like, I'm really happy that I don't have to stick to... um, We can still do the facts that are related. Yeah, but we'll switch up the jokes. Switch up the jokes so that they're not so rough for me to write down and so rough for you to hear. (laughs) Fair, fair. Well, my joke is actually, uh, I will give credit to my father who (laughs) sent this in the family group text. Every few days he sends, you know, a dad joke. And it was holiday-themed, so you'll get uh, his joke from today. Uh, How much does Santa pay to park his sleigh? How much? Nothing. It's on the house. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was a good one, right? That one's really good. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought it was uh it was a pretty good one actually. So if when my dad listens, uh good job, dad. (laughs) That is so good. (laughs) I'm I'm sure I'll that one later today. (laughs) 
I'm sure I'll share any of the other ones he goes to because you know we like the good holiday jokes. Heck the yes. punny, the punny jokes. <laughs> yes, all the punny jokes. Well, folks, you can find us on Facebook at Tacos and Tequila Podcast. On Instagram at just Tacos and Tequila. We also have a website, Tacos and Tequila Podcast. Dot com has links to all our episodes on Spotify, all our sources and summaries of each individual episode. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you leave a rating and or review. It helps us get noticed and for others to find our podcast. And it's really awesome to just see those stars keep getting bigger. Oh, yeah, it just makes our day. <laughs> Literally so excited every time. Same. Well, before we go, this episode comes out the 13th. So uh, I would like to say (laughs) happy Hanukkah to everyone because the first day of Hanukkah will happen before our next episode comes out. And uh, I've been trying to do better remembering to uh, all the holidays. (laughs) Props to you for remembering. I know, I'm very proud of myself, but also, my next case, I'll give everyone a hint, is Hanukkah-themed. Yes, I can't wait. So, I was like, yeah, that comes out the week of Hanukkah, like, it's in the middle of Hanukkah, so, um, I figured I would remember everyone hopefully has a great first night, first two nights, because then the next episode will come out after. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's all. Happy holidays. Um, I've also been listening to way too much Christmas music, so same. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) Well, before I just keep singing and burst everyone's eardrums, I guess um we will talk to everyone next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Ha 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 ha!